0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Welcome, everyone. Uh, Good morning, Amelia. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, everyone on Clubhouse. And good morning, everyone. Uh, In the, the social media world, we are streaming to Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Uh, so those if anybody in Clubhouse would like to, to, to watch would like to watch live. Sorry, I just realized my mic was a little too far away. Hope you guys can hear me okay. Uh, so if, uh, if you'd like to watch us live, you can certainly head over to YouTube. Uh, just go to amelia.com, just find Amelia. You can find me as well on YouTube, just hashtag get Up and Grow on YouTube and on Facebook and certainly on LinkedIn. So thank you all for joining us on those platforms as well as Clubhouse. We will be taking questions. Uh, from Clubhouse, and if anybody on 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 Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn has a question, we have people monitoring that as well, so we can answer it. Of course, we'd always uh, ask you on Clubhouse to put your questions in the chat. We're having that monitored, and then we'll bring some people up so we can have the one-on-one interactions with Amelia. Of course, the title of the show is "What Would Amelia Do?" Uh, just using those genius keys and the wisdom that she's garnered over the last 20 or 30 years as a human behaviorist. Uh, To be able to change your business and your life and your mindset and everything in between. Uh, So, of course, I'm here as well as as our other trainers and other people that are directly connected with Genius Key. And we are here to support you, support this room. So, we'd ask you, of course, to also support this room. If you're on Clubhouse, make sure that you're clicking that little box at the bottom of the screen. Share this to Uh, your hallway so we can bring more people in. You can also ping people individually. Uh, You can share on Facebook. Of course, if you're watching live or even if you're on Clubhouse, you can share to Facebook. You can share to LinkedIn. You can share uh, to Twitter and other spaces because, my friends, we can change the course of somebody's life, their business, their relationships by bringing them into the right room to have the right conversations with the right people. And this, my friends, is that room? So uh, let's make sure that we're sharing this room everywhere, so that we can impact as many people as possible. So with that said, uh, we also have a link tied at the top of uh, the clubhouse room, where you can click and get your your uh, your book, Design Designing Genius. And of course, if you're watching on the other social media channels, we have that that uh, the link streaming across the bottom of the screen. So again, thank you all for being here. Amelia, so good, let's kick the, it off.
2: The good thing about the book is if, if you um, if you join us on the pre sell part of this, you're going to get three um, yes. Zoom calls that are going to really allow me to work uh, closely with you. We're jumping into one of the call is diving deeply into parenting. Uh, we've got a lot of disconnect right now as um, we've got a lot of kids graduating, going off to college and they have zero life skills. Um, so we've got a whole uh, Zoom that is dedicated to parenting. We have another one which is dedicated to money. There's a lot of stuck in that. Uh, Glenn was talking about, prior to coming in, the EFT model, right? And understanding that EFT model, which is recurring revenue, um, is awesome. And we'll talk about the EFT. We'll talk about infomercial. We'll talk about... Um, upsells and selling um, online and up back of the back of the room, front of the room, pushing to the stage, um, automations, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, taking money off the table and being able to take and invest dollars so you can go from $1,000 to $10,000, all that stuff. So we're going to have a whole a call that's addressed to money and then a whole call that's addressed to relationship. Those calls are only for the pre-sell. Once the book actually drops, then it's just the book is the book, which we love the book, but the, having the book along with um, the actual topics that you're gonna find in there, which is all different types of behavior modification tools. We ran over some of them last week, and I wanna dive into what I was really seeing that was happening in the back chat and then through um, some of the other things. So first and foremost, if you're trying to talk to me, again, we have somebody watching the chat or you can grab us here online um, Tara is also here. If you grab her, she's grabbing questions too. I cannot, do not, don't DM me on my, my Instagram because it, I, I'm like, I'm only like, you know, whatever it is, 10,000 behind. So I'm not watching that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And by but the way, if like, you guys, if you guys yeah. like the content that's being shared today and last week and every Friday by Amelia, it is in that book. Right? there's exercises there's so yep. many things and of course for the first hundred people you get those those private zooms that are going to absolutely change the game so here
2: here's where there was confusion uh, and I always get this right so what happens is once I can start opening up your peripheral right uh awareness things that you can't see right at the second while you're listening to me starts to kind of come into view and we were talking uh last week and I've been talking um about this idea of something right this is where the land of the abyss starts um fortunately or unfortunately most of the people don't have a lot of these life skills so what happens is when you're looking at me or you're looking at somebody that you like or admire you're looking at the idea of them not who they actually are this is what happens when we start relationships so we start a relationship and you start to fall in love with the idea of somebody. And then when you actually see evidence of who they really are, it starts a conflict. To make this easier to understand, it's like the idea of marriage. The idea of marriage sounds great because the idea of it, you're thinking, oh my God, I got a snuggle buddy in bed and somebody to watch TV with and vacation with and somebody else to help me with the chores. You're thinking about the idea of marriage. You're not thinking about the actual lift and work in a marriage, which is all the other stuff that the brain doesn't want to bring on the radar. Same thing when you think about the idea of money, the idea of money, you're thinking planes and yachts and I have no stress. Well, none of that's true either. right? The more money you make, the higher the responsibility, the higher the responsibility, different kinds of stress, right? So the stress at somebody who's making a uh, hundred thousand dollars right from zero to five that stress is a three but somebody who's making a million dollars it's different stress and their stress is still at a three when you're making a billion dollars right you would think oh well, i have no problems now no you have bigger problems bigger problems less of quality them, problems. problems and they're still at a three and so i just want to lean in here this 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 morning i had to check for a second to see if it was still morning right <laughs> hang on uh check th- this morning to kind of lean into this concept of what happens when it's the idea of you. And the reason why I want to do that is that if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like I just can't seem to get out of the sludge, right? What is happening is this idea of you. Um last week we did one of the decoding sessions on one of our uh, Genius G100 sisters. We did an extra cut size called Letter to Our Friends, and in analyzing the letters that came back, it was, it screamed, it screamed, I'm going to suck the living life right out of you, right? The minute that she could see that the energy she built around her in her friend and family circle is so draining. Not that they're not wonderful people, they're wonderful people but there's an imbalance because the imbalance is coming from the idea of her. And the idea of her is, well, you're a giver and you're a lover and you fix my problems and you're always there to listen. And the pull and the pull and the pull and the pull, and there's nothing in her circle that fills back up, right? Because people are in love with the idea of her. And when she speaks her truth to say, listen, I I also would like to you know, take a walk around the block. I would also like to have... Th- well, people, we reject that because that's not matching the idea of you. So I'm gonna pause here for just a second. Um, I know I've got Tara and Patricia and I saw Jackie this morning. I think, uh, Marianne, I, wa- I wanna bring in uh, some of the sisters that were listening to the decoding session that we were doing to kind of chime in with this idea of, and again, just before I go too far, um, we are hitting cities by you. So if you are interested, in um, having me come into your business, having me come into your marriage, wouldn't that be fun? Coming into your family, we're doing a lot of decoding sessions there. If you are part of um, Toastmasters or any of those groups that actually kick off, I may be like your toy pet to bring to your meeting so that we can do these behavior modifications right there live and in person because there's nothing better than me doing it in your own life. So bring me in um, and let's do it there. So let's bring in some of the sisters. Anybody who was part of the uh, decoding last week that we were doing, just chime in, open up your mic.
3: Hi Amelia, it's Lisa.
2: Hello Lisa.
3: How are you? Good, good morning. Good morning. Um, I was raving, well, explaining my homework to one of my girlfriends that I asked, why, why was she friends with me? Stephanie, is her birthday's today. We were two days apart, and we've known each other for, since we were four. And she was so, she and I have gone through some similar experiences with family in terms of just the behaviors and how they have came at us um, for different reasons. And I, I was explaining to her what I'm learning from you. And she was like, Oh my gosh. I said, so I just sent her the link to your book. I just said, I so said, I'll keep, as I keep learning, I'll keep sharing, but it is, you know, what she was sharing with me is her, her, her family is attacking her for a choice that she made to keep quiet as she progressed through a divorce. And they found fault with her that she didn't share. And they constantly berate her for this and it's gone on for three years. And she's at such a loss because she has three sisters and feels like she's alone. And I was I was trying to, of course, I'm so new with all this, what I'm get, gathering from you, but I was, just, I was trying to explain to her what you've taught me it's in terms of being able to love one and forgive them for how they're hurting and saying you're sorry for how they're hurting, but not accepting the behavior that they give to you, especially when it's based out of fear And that you can love them from afar until they're willing to actually have that hard conversation.
2: Yep, and so. there's a whole chapter on there. We call it the Rules of the game. But first and foremost first of all, thank you. I, I, I thank you so much for chiming in this morning. Um, I you 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 filled my soul so much I did like a huge happy dance and everything after we got off the call last week, oh, you know, because you. I was like, I, I love when people get it when they're like, wow, I, I see it now, right? So first and foremost, I want to be able to for those people who are listening, I want you just to really just take a minute to let what I'm gonna say land. Happy people happy energy never comes with judgment if you're happy you're happy and you don't throw anything other than positivity over on other people people who are unhappy criticize they criticize because they're trying to release the energy that is balled up on them and they just need to like verbally throw up on other people And so somebody who is unhappy, there is nothing you can do to fix their unhappy. Happiness is something that is shared and it's something that is located from inside. And in these family dynamics where you have a lot of criticism, a lot of what you should do, a lot of opinions, a lot of that, what you have to first take a breath and realize is, wow, you really seem very unhappy because they're not unhappy about your choice. They're not unhappy about what you're doing. They're not unhappy about the decisions that you're making. They are just unhappy period. And they're always going to find a way to go back to that center of being unhappy. In the book, we talk about this personality type is called a fault finder. They wake up in the morning and they look for something to be wrong. Their whole mental, subconscious is to find something is wrong to validate for them why they are a victim see i knew it look at that you forgot the napkins on the table they didn't see a beautiful meal all the wonderful happy faces no no what they are zooming in on is what is at fault and so fault finders you cannot fix say it again fault finders you cannot fix but what you can do is step away move back because you then become the thing that they're going to look for to find more faults because that's the food that they eat. They are waiting for people to come into their lives, for them to point out all the things that are wrong with you. And that is rooted in the fact that I am so miserable with myself. Can I get an amen?
1: Amen. 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 They certainly got to to do that inner work themselves. It's not something, if you've got the skills, you may be able to guide them through that to to see some of those falls, but until they're ready to prepare themselves.
2: You you can't even. You can't. can't. It's like an alcoholic, okay? Once an alcoholic says, okay, I'm an alcoholic, now we can have a relationship. Until they get to the place which is rock bottom, they can't hear you, and there's nothing you can do. You cannot save somebody who isn't willing to realize they need to be saved, right? And so what I want you to understand here, right, from the behavior modification tools, is you need to have two buckets of, of thinking at all time. This person in front of me is happy and full, or this person is looking to suck the life out of me because they are unhappy. Don't trade your happiness to fix somebody who cannot be fixed they cannot be fixed until they come to you and go listen i am so unhappy i am in so much pain and here is what i'm doing to get myself to the next place until you can hear them say the words this is what i'm doing see then they're going to just suck on you they're energy vampires Right, they have to come to the conclusion of what they need to be doing differently to change what is happening internally, because happiness is not found; it is built. Good yeah, morning. It is certainly hey,
1: an, it's an inside job. Hey, is that
2: Corey? Hey, Corey, is that you? Is that- yeah. Hey, good morning, Corey. How are you?
4: Good morning. I'm doing good. Um, I the thing about the letters that to our friends that Lisa did, she she did you know, an amazing job being able to select those people. For someone who's doing that exercise, when the words came back, they sounded really nice. They sounded great. (laughs) Like, um, she's loyal and she is a kind person and very trustworthy. And so someone who doesn't know how to really evaluate how those letters are coming back, how would they how would they know to look that those are draining letters? That's awesome. That's
2: a, yeah, it's a great that's a great, great, great question. And, and again, we try to dive into it. And again, that's why I encourage everybody to spend 15 minutes with one of the trainers because they do it live. This is what I, that's part of the reason why I'm going out on the road is to sit and go live um, with people to be able to decode that. So there are two types of energy, right? all energy is needed. Everything that basically has a pulse or is living, you know, plants, everything has energy. And the energy is either giving or it's receiving back, right? It's kind of like an infinity loop. You got to send your energy out. It lands on something else. That something else amplifies it and then gives it back to the individual. And then I receive it. I must learn how to receive, not just give. And then I amplify it with my genius and I go back. And that's how the infinity loop goes back and forth. When you're looking at the words that people use to describe you, you need to put them in a bucket of are those words of being, right? Or are those words of doing? And that is what's going to start to show you if you have imbalance. In the energy that is around you in the giving and the taking so let me give you an example when we list looked at lisa's letters that came back all of the all of the descriptives like 99 percent of them were words of being right which means emotional words well if you surround yourself with emotional energy and that's all you surround yourself in is emotional energy Even though that energy has the greatest intentions, you're sinking because you don't have enough of the doing energy to move forward and grow. One energy is feeling, being, spiritual, awareness, all positive, all needed. And the other energy is rooted in doing, implementing, executing. And so when you get letters back, you should see evidence of equal proportion, right? Equal proportion of people that are going to say, okay, I heard what you do. Here's the next couple of steps, right? And so the other people that kind of go, oh, I heard what you said. Here's what's going on. And if not, you're slowly dying and you just don't know it. Did that, did that, Corey, did that kind of, Start to see how you analyze what you're reading back. That I know it's a there's a whole whole section in the book, Mm -hmm. and examples and and stories on what that actually means. But it's important for people to understand how to analyze what is happening because if you don't know what is happening, then you can't really make the decisions. And so many people spin in noise, noise and noise and noise. They attract noise and they drown in noise because they're asking people who do not have what they're looking to achieve for their opinion. And I say it a thousand times, your advice is worth a dime. Your experience is worth millions. And so one of my should and should not is I don't want your advice about anything. What I want is your experience. So it should sound something like, I heard what you said, Amelia, and from my experience, here is what I what I, what was at the table? This is the decision I made and here was the outcome. Now we're having a conversation. If you're giving me your opinion, you're killing me slowly because you have no idea what you would do in this situation. Nobody does. All you know is what you did in a similar situation. So immediately as a behavior modification, immediately remove any advice. Don't ask for advice, don't listen to advice, and do not let it land in your brain because it is noise, it is noise. You wanna build a community who can share experiences that are just ahead of you and then all the way at the finish line. What did you do? What did you learn? What would you've done differently? Tell me the road that you do know because the road you didn't take is theory. How's that sound? Maybe, is it landing on
4: anybody? Oh, I think it's perfect. And I mean, I appreciate everything that you had said before about positive and negative energy that keeps us moving. But what you've just said about life experience and being able to be ahead of some of those and the opportunity to teach is the opportunity to learn more and deeper about what you're doing. So I also love what Lisa's doing practicing with her friend these same
2: tools lisa's exercise. she did that exercise perfectly perfectly and then being able to be open again remember then you've got to not just do the, not only do the the exercise you have to be able to be open to see it from all perspectives see if you're going to defend your position you're never going to learn And a lot of people are more committed to being right than they are committed to seeing what's happening, right? I can't tell you how many people get in front of me and here's an amazing opportunity for me to immediately elevate your life and they wanna get in front of me and defend their position. Okay, you're right, you're right. You win, now what? Now what? Because if you want to be right, okay, you can be right. But do you want to grow? Because if you want to grow, you have to lean in to what I see. That doesn't mean I'm right, but I'm sharing a perspective that's out of your view. The more you see awareness, the more you can have will to take action. Awareness, will, and action. A-W-A.
5: Who hey, else the in?
2: yeah go for it i do yes. this is patricia hey um
5: my so... partner in crime here <laughs> <laughs> we're always in, we're always in communication in some way i know. know whether it's on a stage or on the
2: phone um <laughs> congratulations on the graduation yes thank you so this is something i'm hey
5: listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. When to talk about, so we're talking about the idea of me and you know, so many of us are parents. And I love the conversations we've been having this last few weeks about kids and also the pieces of the book that we're working on around this kind of idea of me when it comes to parenting. And this really ties into also what you were just talking about of you know, advice versus experience. So I don't wanna speak for my husband because he's here. And if I'm wrong, <laughs> then he's gonna be able to, Hi, to know Scott. that. But...
1: <laughs> Good morning, but, everyone.
5: But, you know, we have a 15 year old. Right. And so he he's one of those kids that test always is tested really high on standardized tests. And if you live in Florida, that's all you do is take standardized tests and has been told and guided and said that he's extremely smart and put into honors classes. He's also got, you know, athletic ability that he's been told for basketball to do this and this. So, you know, in the old parenting style, a parent would sit there and say, okay, this is what they're good at. And even when the kid resisted in these areas and said, no, I'm more interested in these other things. And as a parent, we're like, but school comes so easy or basketball comes so easy or this thing. This is what you're good at, right? We would start steering and we'd start dumping advice on somebody, even though maybe that was not our experience. Like I wasn't athletic you know, as a kid, I would have loved it. So it'd be very easy for me to push that on him and sort of vicariously live through him because I like the idea of having an athletic son or an idea of having a kid that's in all honors classes. And what's happened with doing this work is what we're really doing is we're tapping in and opening up the line of communication with him to discover not what is our idea of him, Because if I just looked at him on paper, what I would be steering him to is not what he wants to do. And it's really not in his own genius. And so opening up this connection. So one of the things we do is every Wednesday, Scott takes one of the boys out to dinner. I take the other boy out to dinner. It's something the kids look forward to. And it gives us one-on-one conversation to really talk about the things that they're interested in, not what we're interested in. And our 15 year old wants to be an entrepreneur. He works on a business, he's self-taught on things. And this is where he wants to spend his time and energy. And so I think as a parent, these tools in this book and tapping into really getting to know your kids and not always giving advice where we don't have the experience to back it up and we're not listening first, but instead, Listening and just sharing our experience maybe at that age or our experience in that particular area or finding somebody that has that experience to deliver that message is so important because you will notice how they look at you, that they're really listening and processing when you come to your kids, no matter what their age is, with a mutual respect for who they are and what they really want, even if it's not what you want or what you see. And so to me, that is such an important area of that book of using those tools, not only just on your marriage, your relationships, your work, your money, but it's this next generation of people that we're bringing up and it's so easy to be disconnected from. And there's such easy, quick fixes, just like those Wednesday night dinners and, you know, conversation starters and things that we have in that book that it's, it's things you can do in the car when you're driving home from school, that are going to make the biggest difference as they get older and teen years and all the other things um, to really
2: help build really positive relationship with our kids so i just wanted to share that today well and we we're seeing it right i mean I'm, you know i'm working so closely with both you and scott and i'm working with so many kids right now so many kids because the school year's ending parents are getting anxious because their kids are now software and they're, they're not doing well in school or they're just getting ready to go to college. And these kids have been in therapy for years. And I have been able to move into a family, not literally move in, but come into a family, teach behavior modification. And these kids are moving through so quickly. I've just had a whole group that I've been able to move in less than 90 days and these kids have been in therapy for so long with no measurable progress. And I do it on day one. I mean, the minute the, the minute they meet me, and I go in and I start moving around the things in the the house, behavior modification tools, everything in the family dynamic changes. And the guidelines is what guides the growth to allow you to see if each individual in the house for who they are, not who you want them to be. And that is the problem with parents, right? I, you know, It's a bad analogy, it's the one I give all the time. If you buy a dog and you take a dog to puppy training, the training isn't for the puppy, the training is for the owner. I go into families and it's not to fix the kids, it's to fix the parents who are trying to raise the kids because they don't have the life skills that are needed for this generation. Parents are trying to use old antiquated tools that worked back in the 50s and 60s on their kids today and wonder why it's not working. Because it's the wrong tool, it's the wrong behavior, and it's also the understanding of the rites of passage that these kids are moving through a lot of times what the parents are fighting against is actually where behaviorally they are in development so once you understand that this behavior equals this actual proper growth and then how to communicate with what's going on in that behavior then everything changes and it's quick that's what i love about what we're teaching it's quick and that's what we need now. And nowadays is to move very quickly with understanding what is happening and what is happening on my side and what am I going to do and what is happening on your side and what you are going to do. And so you're gonna find these games in the book, the letters to the friend, the conflict corner, the project board, right? The, analysis, the an, an analyzing of, Words that are spoken, and what do they actually mean? And all these kinds of stuff are all in the game. Um, And we love it because we get so much positive feedback. I mean, I got a huge letter from one of the parents from the school counselor, right? We're in the home stretch here, and they were like, We don't know what happened to your son, but these last eight weeks, he's done more in school than he has done his entire high school career. Now, did he all of a sudden become a genius? No. But what we did was we were we got an opportunity to mirror his genius and provide the tools for him to amplify it and move away from the idea of him that was being projected by his family, by his brothers, by his school, and by his friends. So guess what else happened? He also moved away from the pack that wasn't actually serving his genius. I didn't go in and go stop being friends with these losers. I mirrored for him. And then he came to the conclusion, these kids aren't going anywhere and I have something to offer and I'm going to go live my life. And so he chose it. I didn't choose it, he chose it. But that's exactly what the parents were fearful of, that he was hanging around the wrong kid. Well, when I was able to show the parents why they were pushing him right to those wrong kids by the noise and the energy they were creating in their home. So the kid was self-medicating with that new energy, which was the energy they didn't want. So all of this razzmatazz easily found, click the link, join our Zooms that we're having for the people who are pre-ordering and let's have some fun let's have some fun just building a life by design. I mean, that's what we really, let's just design genius.
1: Yes, yes and yes. Let me just jump in, do a quick room reset here and just invite everybody to click the link up at the top, pre-order that book. Again, the first 100 people get those private Zooms with Amelia and everything that you've been hearing today about uh, the family dynamics, children, money, all of it is in the book and a lot of those things are gonna be discussed in those conversations, so we ask you at this time, if you're enjoying this conversation, and I know you are because we're here every Friday and so are you, make sure that you're inviting other people into this conversation. Thank you for, for those of us joining us on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, we invite you to share the video. Just click that little share button and share it. If you're on Clubhouse, we invite you to hit that little box at the bottom of the screen with the arrow. Make sure you're sharing this to your hallway so that we can wake up that algorithm and get more people into this room. And of course, we invite you to invite people in individually as well, uh, because again, uh, by inviting people to this conversation, which again is essential, uh, we can in- of course, change the trajectory of their their, their relationships, the, Those. The relationships and, and the people around them, business, everything. And just change their overall happiness. Uh, so make sure that you're inviting people into this conversation. Of course, we are here every Friday at 9 a.m., 9 to 10 a.m., talking about what will Amelia do. And, of course, we are back uh, after 9 a.m. Of course, we have the, the amazing Dave Melcher coming on uh, for an hour. And then we're back again with an, another amazing guest. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about money and, and the relationship with that. Right. So make sure that you're back with us. Uh, stay, stay till eleven, or come back for eleven o'clock, uh, so that we can continue our growth and talk about genius and explore all of those genius keys with the one and only Amelia Antonetti. So hey, so thank Tony, you for we got some,
2: Yeah, we've got some interesting. So um, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to read in the back chat. So Health Wells, I don't know who that is. I can see her little picture, asking a question about: Do you still use the phrase? In my experience, it's something that you've witnessed, right, with a, with a child and or a client. Not actually your own experience. What a brilliant question that is. I don't know who that is, Indeed. but she is brilliant, right? That's great insight. Um, So first of all, I just like already because she's got the insight to understand what is happening. So your language has to match what you're offering, right? And so if you and I are having a dialogue, right? Well, perfect example, right? So right now I'm going through the after effects of my ex-husband taking committing suicide. Not a happy thing. Right. And so I can't have a dialogue with somebody who goes, well, yeah, I committed suicide too. And here's what was going on. Um, That's not possible because they're not here. But what I can do is have a dialogue with somebody to go, Hey, listen, I am also right. My, my brother, my sister, my, what whoever it was that you're in a similar situation and you can describe a, what the relationship was. Right. So I had a relationship with my ex that gives me a perspective on him and this decision, which is very different than my child's perspective on it, which is very different than some of my other clubhouse sisters who've gone through the same thing, right? So you have to just first announce where you're looking at the story from. So if it's like, hey, listen, I had a client who did or went through a similar thing and here's what i witnessed in the client right i witnessed the fact that they went through depression or i went that they withdraw whatever the thing is i just need to understand as the listener how do i receive your information so that i can then determine the importance of what you're saying that's 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 the most important the most valuable content is the person who is walking in the shoes that you are walking in and has succeeded through the other side, right? So if you are going through, let's just say financial hardship because you lost your job and you're talking to somebody who says, yes, I went through financial hardship because I lost my job and then here's what I did and let me show you the evidence of where I am now Now that is somebody I want to give the most amount of weight to because they're in my experience and they won versus somebody who's giving you advice because they're in the same experience, but they haven't won yet. They're giving the advice of what they're doing or what they're planning on doing, but there's no evidence they've succeeded at it yet. So. As you develop in your own skin and in your own character, you will develop your own rules of the game. I only speak to what I know. I then will give you a qualifier that will tell you how I know what I know. That's why I try to introduce so many at the beginning of my segments to say, You are listening to somebody who has had nine exits. That means I built. I grew and I exited nine different companies. I've had 53,000 employees and I've never been sued. Think about that for a second. And so that is who you are listening to. It is not I'm giving you the theory of being an entrepreneur. I'm not giving you the theory of how to herd cats to get people in the right butt doing the right thing at the right reward. It is what I have done. Successfully over and over and over again, and in the process of doing it for number 10. And so that's who you're listening to. Now, in that journey of what I call paper success, we can talk about the real success, the what I consider success in my life. I can consider success that my best friend was my ex that not only did we spend 14 years together, we then spent an additional 10 years as very successful co-parents. Anybody who knows me, they know my ex, they see us, people always thought we were still together. And so the fact that I just lost somebody who had been in my life for 24 years is an extreme loss. So the question becomes, how am I functioning? The tools. The tools, who I surround myself, the systems, and the base of who I am. I know who I am, not what I have to pretend to be for you. Because how you feel about me is irrelevant. What is relevant is how I feel about me. And one of my truths, one of my shoulds, is that I want to give you the best of Amelia not the leftovers. So when I feel like I'm at a place where I'm not able to serve you at my best, then I introduce my presence with, hey, listen, I just wanna give you a heads up. I'm really happy that I'm here. I'm not my best today. So if I falter or feel weird to you in any way, shape, or form, I just want you to know it's not you, it's me. That sets the tone to always have success. Any comments, any thoughts, any questions? Quick question, Amelia.
3: Um, Amelia, it's Maria. Um, When you say that, do you say it to yourself or do you say it to the person in front of you? I think I need to say that to myself first. I'm just answering my question and I'm sorry, but I'm just curious to know from your perspective, are you saying I'm not the best version of myself, it's not you, it's me, to yourself, first and then to someone else or are you just saying it to someone else that question that's a great sense.
2: that that's a great question so the first part right so the success formula is 50% in thinking 24 percent in planning and then 20% in execution most people miss the bullseye because they skipped over 75% of the, the the equation right they get a thought and they go immediately to execution so what you're talking about is first to come into awareness by like just doing that that self check, like you know, I check my mind, I check my body, I check my spirit. And then to come to the awareness that, ooh, I'm not actually at my best right now. Because if you come to the awareness that you're not at your best, now you can make some decisions like, I really have to make sure I stay hydrated today. I really have to make sure I maybe move away from energy suckers, those people that require more energy than you're willing because you'll you'll, you'll die at like 12 o'clock. You won't get through the whole day. And so being aware first that you're not at your best gives you the power to make decisions. Then the second part of it is to now communicate where you're at to people that you're interacting with. It gives you tons of information about the people in your life let me give you an example. I love this. I love when you go, hey, listen, Um, I really want to spend some time with you. I only have about 15 minutes because I have another call. And that person says, okay, and then tries to chat for an hour, right? Because they didn't listen to the boundary, the rules of the game that you set in the beginning. Same thing when you're like, hey, listen, right now, i'm tired so i'm probably not going to be so talkative and then that person goes hey let's sit down and have a discussion you're like what didn't i just say right and so when you announce where you're at and have the ability to watch how people do or do not respect the boundary you just put up it tells you a lot about who you're spending time with but it also sets the situation up for success so if i say to you hey listen i love you and i care about you Um, And Maria, you're awesome, by the way, but I don't feel like I have the ability to serve you at my best. It gives you the opportunity, Maria, to say, okay, Amelia, listen, maybe what you need to do right now is let's not have this conversation and why don't we pick it up next week because you only want the best or you give me an opportunity for me to receive that love and give myself what I need, right? And then that shows me that we have a healthy, upon healthy relationship right there's always two sides and that is what i'm talking about is learning the communications uh, skills to speak your truth because it's okay if you're not at your best i love you for who you are i accept you for exactly where you are and i can love you at not at your best and i can do that by doing things differently not to contribute to what already is a weakness that you're having right now and still be able to move forward. And I think because we've learned because of marketing and social media that everything is perfect and everything's gorgeous and everything's hunky-dory, we're masking. We're, we just show up to situations pretending everything's okay without saying, hey, listen, I'm really not my best version of myself right now but I still want to be here and I want to be, I'm too t- I'm tired or have having, you know, again, people are hangry. I'm, I'm definitely want to tell you that I, I get hangry. I, I'll be like, hey, listen, I'm on the Zoom call, going to be snacking for a moment because me snacking is going to allow me to be present in this conversation because if I don't, if I wait till the end of the call, uh, I'm not even listening. I'm so hungry. I'm not even listening to what you're saying. And so I think we, we need to get to a society where we're okay speaking our truth and learning to accept which is to receive people for where they are not where we want them to be right so if i'm saying i'm not at my best and you're saying i need you to be at your best well we have to do something different because i'm not at my best and i don't have any ability to pretend that it's something different maria did that answer your question
3: yes thank you wow I'm, i'm gonna digest that
2: Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Somebody else was chiming in, and I, I heard both voices at the same that, time. And I'm, that was, was that
3: me, person? Amelia, as
2: Shantae. I was the one that asked the
3: question about you know clarifying with um you know your experience versus your loved ones because I was really trying to get the I guess. And professional integrity is really important for me when I'm, you know, sharing content with people. And so, like, my daughter, like, collapsed. I got the worst call that you can get from a school. um, And it was an issue with the potassium. And so I've come across people who've been asking for that information. And I I guess I wanted to have the right kind of words um, in how I'm presenting the information just with what I did with her doctor and myself as her mother to get her back to where she needed to be as well as in a hypertension space. I only experienced it through, you know, pregnancy but not like others do. So I just wanted to see how to best say it, like pre-
2: present that com- that information, excuse me. Well, and I think there's two folds to that, right? Because because you actually are her parent. You can say as a parent, here's what I witnessed, here's what happened, here's what I did, and when I asked her about her experience, here's what she said. See, that is powerful. Does that make sense? I love that. Thank you so much. That that really, really helps. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That, and see, this is, this is what I keep saying. Ask me, this is how I can show you real life behavior modifications just to tweak something and it makes the entire presentation stronger, right? All the way around because it's the language. You have the intent to communicate what you want to communicate. I'm just pairing for you the the language and the actions to go with it. Hey,
6: Tony, million, what, TM. Oh, hey, TM. Hey, my friend. Good morning, and congratulations on the book. I'm driving, but as soon as I pause, uh, I'm going to order this book. Listen, thank you for all the value. You know, when, when we talk about trying to communicate with others. Um, I think awareness, self-awareness is so important. Someone mentioned, uh, you know, a few moments ago, you know, do I talk to myself first uh, or do I share it with the other person? I think awareness or sometimes the lack of awareness, um, you know, hinders us in our ability to communicate. I was just speaking to someone yesterday about physiognomy, physiognomy, and they were like, what is
1: going into the matrix tm
2: oh we lost it tm but just to add to that when we went out again i'm always going to refer to some of the games Oh, i think i think he's all the way in the matrix tony i think he's all all the he's way there you know
1: yeah let's just go ahead and mute him and uh, he'll be flash back in
6: if you can't I don't know how to do that, Tony. My facial expressions, right? Which is
2: so here's another thing again where I always where we kind of get off track. When we talk to ourselves, right? You have to remember Uh-oh. that we only have one perspective on who we are. We only have one perspective on how we think others palette us. But that isn't the truth how you see yourself is not how the world sees yourself, right? And 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 a good example for this if you really want to lean in is listen to yourself speak. Like if I go back and listen to my own recordings, it's like nails on a chalkboard to, to listen to my own voice or to watch my own videos, right? It's a it for me it's painful. But I force myself to do it because I need to understand and build a relationship with the person that you all are seeing and hearing. And then close the gap between what I intend and how I intend to show up and how I intend to be heard and how I intend to be seen versus what is actual. And what we have been conditioned is to live in the lie. We call it the story we tell ourselves, whole other chapter in the book, the story you want to tell yourself, and that is how we allow ourselves to get so far off track. So I'll just give you a weight analogy. Gain 20 pounds overnight. It didn't happen last night. Last night I didn't wake up and go, well, look at that. I gained 20 pounds last night. It happens gradually over time, but you can't see it because you are not staying in your re- reflection because you're not listening and you're not looking, you're avoiding. What are you avoiding? You're avoiding your reflection of your truth. And so we learn how to deny our authentic self. We learn how to deny it, not look, not pay attention. And so this happens on a greater level with how we show up with money, how we show up with time, how we show up with intimacy, how we show up in value. We do the same thing. We live in the idea of what we think it is, But our behavior doesn't match our ideas. And so learning these tools allows you, A, to get a clear reflection and then close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. Because I promise you, where you are and where you want to be, the only thing that's in the middle is a behavior.
6: Amelia. Yes, it's you. It's happening.
1: Absolutely. you know, And and just to to comment on what you were saying before, the the words we use to ourselves, the person in the mirror, how you're showing up, you need to know how you're showing up. So having that conversation with yourself and just to speak into what you said, and I'll just take a minute and saying that self-care is epically important. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is essential because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're showing up as a weaker, lesser version of you to your family, to your friends, to the world. So I, I, I'm gonna jump in and say that it's actually selfish not to practice self care. It's selfish not to put in those boundaries. It's selfish not to take care of you because you're depriving your family, your friends in the world of the best version of you. So well, self care is essential. More,
2: it's, it's more than that. Oh yeah, um, no, no, of course. That's so, just takes, the beginning. Right? So, no, 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 just, no, no. Look, give me one second, okay? The reason why it's selfish if I don't take care of me, I am assuming you will. I am pushing it over on you. I'm not taking care of me, but you will. And so that is where the selfishness comes in. Right.
1: And then you get upset because I didn't because I didn't read your mind.
2: Exactly. And because you're not doing more, you're not making the choices for me. When the reality is I have to make those choices for myself. That's what I mean when you crawl all over somebody else's side, right? And again, we talk about in the book, how do I stay on my side? How do I stay in my truth? How do I build my story and then connect with others? The ultimate intimacy is for me to be in full awareness, to show up as what my idea of me is and the actual what I give you, and you to do the same. Two people who connect on that level have the depth of intimacy that most people dream about. Why do people don't have it? Because they won't do their side of the work.
1: Well, and it goes even a little deeper than that. Oftentimes we we give to our partner what it is that we want instead of giving them what they want, just like in business. In business, some people try to give their customers what they want. No, stop. You need to give them what they want, not what you want. For example, if I'm going to make eggs for my wife every single morning and she hates eggs, it doesn't matter how much I, 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 I love I put into them. She doesn't like eggs. She might even eat them because I made them out of love for me, but I'm not really taking care of her. So figure out what that quote unquote love language is. How they want to be taken care of, and give them what they want, not what you want to give them.
2: And and I, I remind people again with those little behavior nuggets, in a new relationship, that's the honeymoon phase. A new relationship with a client, a new relationship with a, a a loved one, a lover, a sex partner, a new new teach new new whatever. In the new relationship, generally speaking, the female energy will treat you the way she wants to be treated for the first year-ish, and then will mimic back the way you're treating her. Yes. So that's why the beginning feels so good because she's giving exactly what she wants from you and then doesn't get it, shoves out resentment energy, and then says, fine, I'm just gonna give you what you're giving me.
1: And And by the way, it works the other way as well.
2: Right, you don't know how to catch that, the, the resistance energy is what's sucking down the relationship because that switch happened and you didn't even know that was the game that was being played. Um, I just want, before we start, TM, are you still there? Because you went into the land of the abyss. So if you are there, I want to hear what you're saying.
6: (laughs) I I am here. You know, I mean, I love this discussion, Amelia. You know, my question was leading to how important from your perspective is physiognomy and body language um, when you talk about behavior, right? Because I think often we aren't aware, right, of, of our physiognomy, which is our facial expressions and our body language, which sometimes is. It speaks louder than our words, Uh, your
2: thoughts. Well, so this is what's called mixed messaging, right? And this is why kids get confused with their parents all the time. Because my mouth is saying, I love you, but my face looks angry and my body looks standoffish. And then the kid is going, I don't know what's going on over there. Right. And then the parents will say, well, you're not responding. Well, because the messages are mixed right and so when you learn the alignment between your body your intention and how you're showing up that's how you can really start to learn to actually land a message to land the message you intended until you receive what i intended the responsibility is on my side now my face and my body and my words and my energy are just tools that I can use to land my message. The more you understand how the tools work, the more impactful you become in your entity. And with that note, I see that Jakey Bakey is on stage. I don't see Dave Meltzer yet, but I know he's gonna magically appear. Good morning, Mr. Jake, how are you, sir?
1: I am doing well, how are you, Amelia? Thank you.
2: I'm doing fantastic. I want to be able to thank everybody who came in this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, For Glenn Lundy, thank you so much for the promotion of the book.
5: Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version,
2: you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat
3: at the table.